So, yo, what's up? How you guys doing? It's, uh, it's Justin Penn. Um, uh, second installment, second episode of I'm Sorry. Uh, I'm going back and listen to myself. One sec, my throat. Um, I'm gonna try not to cut much too because, I don't know, I don't really like cutting stuff. But, uh, I tried to go back and listen to the, the other podcast. I know the sound quality was probably not the best. And my dad definitely came in in the middle. So, like, you know, that stuff's gonna happen, you know? And I'm gonna say I should cut stuff, but I really don't. At least I did that time. I'm probably not going to say that anymore, you know. I feel like podcasting is a thing that takes a lot of time. And I don't know if anyone's ever going to really listen to these, you know. It'd be crazy if people do that. Would that not be fucking crazy? Like, to get paid to talk. And, I, and like, I'm not saying, like, I'm not demeaning what anyone does. <clears throat> like, that is a dream, 100%. is to be able to be intelligent enough that people... Or, like, entertaining enough, whatever it fucking is, that your opinion matters enough that people want to pay me to talk. That would be sick, dude. That's, like, the best job in the world. Like, it's like, what? That'd be sick as fuck. But, you know, it's a very long road. Like, I'm probably in here with a bazillion other podcasts. So, like, how you stand out, you know? Who knows? That shit you just got to figure out. But, you know, enough of that shit. Let's just be, let's just talk about, like, what's been going on today. Oh, today, today. I actually went outside. Crazy, right? With this fucking quarantine. I actually went outside and I went to Walmart. And when I went to Walmart, um, I had to do something. I had to get some, like, some checks mix or something from my mom. And I was staying in line, right? And, like, we're still in this quarantine thing. Like, I guess the the other side of, of where I live at, like, there's another area. They lifted their restriction. But we didn't lift our restriction yet. So, like, I'm over here in Walmart. And, like, I know the border's, like, right there. Like, the border's legitimately, like, like, how can I explain this? I gotta stop saying like so many times. Um, if you look at, just think about... I think, let me, okay, here's a good description. It's not even 0.1 of a mile away from the line. It's probably, if you take the actual area where Walmart ends to the line, 45 steps max, bro. Unless you're just like, unless you got really tiny feet. I don't fucking know. But like, it's so close. So people in there are just so close to me. Like, they have these indicators that say, Mm, six feet apart is good shopping and these blue things and i'm just standing in line and this this couple is just right behind me and their kids like just breathing on me and stuff i'm like hey you fucking dick i don't want the rona virus that's not the shit i need so get away from me and we can just go about our day you know and it's like i know it's really hard to be six feet away i'm not i don't got no issue like i'm not saying everyone has it but this little kid started coughing. I was like, no thanks. No thank you. You know? I just... Uh, just going in public is really weird now. It's like a Hunger Games situation. Nobody ever thought... Like, I didn't think it was going to be like this. Ever. There's no way that something like this was going to happen. Like, if you ask me... If I was a betting man, and I do bet, and I don't win a lot. But if I was, like, a legit betting man, if I had that, that cash... Um, I wouldn't, I would have lost this bet if someone would have been like, I'll give you 10,000 to one odds, just like in the office, what Kevin said, 10,000 to one odds, you take them all the time. Someone could have gave me 10 
thousand to one odds that this would happen. And I probably still wouldn't take it. I'd be like, a pandemic that shuts down the country or the world, basically, in my lifetime? Pee you, bro. Not doing that shit. Not doing that shit, bro. America, we don't, we're not doing that. America's not going to be told what to do like that. No way. There's no way. But guess what? I would have lost that. Probably would have bet $10 on that. What a $10,000. What's 10 times 10,000? It's 100 grand. Just make sure. Just want to make sure these odds are right. I'm 100% sure I'm right, but I'm not trying to get roasted. Yeah. 100 grand, you fucks. I know my math. Um... Yeah, like, it would just be something I would never even think about seeing. So that's just crazy that this happened. But the good thing about the quarantine is that you got, well, I guess it's a good and bad thing. Because now you got nothing but time. So that's what made me want to start this podcast, at least. I was like, fuck, what else do I have to do? I want to be a comic. So I got to make sure to begin stuff out there all the time. And this is one way to do that is podcasting. Plus, it just keeps me having to think and write a lot. That's really the thing that, I mean, from what I've read, is writing. you got to find your voice writing. I still haven't really found my voice writing much. I can see myself in my head performing it on a stage. But it's hard to, like, because I, I see myself moving. Like, I'm, like, with my hands. But I can't write down, shake hands, write jazz hands, you know? But that's the thing that I'm going to have to get more comfortable with, like, in public. Like, when I'm on stage, obviously. Just got to feel. Got to be honest with the crowd, you know? Be vulnerable. That's what you got to do. Because everyone probably feels, have felt the same way I do about stuff. Like, what we're talking about today. Fuck it in the nameless episode. 100% simping, bro. Being a simp. If you were to look up the definition of simp, it should show a picture of me, dude. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. I'm better now. I've gotten a lot better now. But mm, not really. Not really at all. I try a lot of myself and tell me that I have. That I'm getting a lot better. Yeah, um, really showing myself like, like my self-confidence is getting up. I mean, it is to an extent, a little bit, but now nowhere near where it needs to be in order to be some type of, like, success in the world. Like, it's terrible. So, what happens is, like, there's some, like, my, the first girl I dated when I got to college, I don't know if I talked about this, but, I mean, it's just, I was prime, just a simp, because this chick was, first of all, just delicious, I mean, Unobjective. I mean, objectively, obviously, people are going to have their opinions about it. But she was delicious. Like, this chick does modeling now. There's no joke to it. Like, there's no denying it. This is an attractive woman, right? So I knew there was no way that me as a person at the time, I didn't think, me as a person, there's nothing I could do back then. Not saying that these are attractive features now. Well, they are to some girls and the women that I do pursue find this stuff attractive. But, like, back then, I had no tattoos. I didn't have... I don't want to have muscle now, but, like, I work out. You know, I do some push-ups, you know, in this quarantine. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm still doing my 200 push-ups a day. You know, I'm trying to get swole some, so I got a little bit of some, some, you know? So, the girls, like, the stuff I have... I feel like that's how I got, like, some of the girls I've dated now. But dated in the past, I mean, 
But this girl, I didn't have any of that when I started talking to her. So I was like, there's no way. There's no possible way that this chick wants to date me. Because she was like, she was an athlete too. Like this chick was just like a, a stellar person. She came to school with like the idea of possibly being like, you know, a big deal on campus. And me, I applied to two Maybe three schools. I did not give a fuck about college. And, like, they said yes. So I was like, guess this is where I'm going, you know? And my parents, just such great parents. Fantastic parents. Did their best. They were like, look, we're so proud of you for going to school. But in the back of their minds, those niggas are like, Jesus Christ. Nigga. I made your life this easy. And this is what you're doing? Oh, okay. School is not a bad school. By no means, academically, but whatsoever. Like, I don't think so. I think that it had a lot of really good professors there. Like, it's a great school. It's just that that was not a college experience that you're going to really want to get. It was basically a boarding school, right? And it was really small. There was, we basic, I saw the same people every day. And I know people say that's not a big deal. Because, like, if you do the same route. You see the same people every day, but seeing the same people every day means I saw everyone on campus, essentially. I knew every person that went to that school. There was nobody hiding. No one could hide. I knew everybody. It was such a small school that it was It was just like I had a lot. It could be a lot. I could have done a, diff, a lot of different things like my sister. She went to Clemson. She goes to Clemson. Like, that's a huge school. And that's a, she's living the college life, you know? But the school that I went to first time, like, when I went to college, it wasn't really, not the first time, but, like, the first college I went to, uh, it was a smaller school. So, um, what was my point that I was talking about? Oh, yeah, when I got into the college. Like, so I didn't really care much about school back then. So, um, I got into the school, and when I got there, I saw her, and I was like, Jesus Christ, this chick is delicious. Like, she's so pretty. And I don't know what happened. Oh, I do know what happened. I was, like, I was giving that woman whatever she could possibly want. Like, like, <clears throat> let me tell you something. I said this last episode, but it's because of me. This is what I'm saying. This is my fault. It's called the, you get them, them, them Justin LBs, bro. I don't know. I need a pair named in that, but them, them Justin Pounds. I'm telling you, them, them J Stones. There you go. Little British thing for you. Them J Stones. How much is a stone? Let's look that up. How much is a stone weight? Much because in pounds, there we go. It's 14. That is the J Stone, bro. I'm trademarking it. J Stone. Because when you date me, I make girls gain 14 pounds. Because I eat, let them eat wherever they want to. Girls will be like, this is what they do. Because this is what I do. I know that I get these fits mentally, I guess. Where, like, I'm just angry. I don't know how to, like, I mean, it's completely my fault. I'm not blaming anyone else. It's something I need to, like, probably go therapy about or, like, figure it out, figure out how to use that differently. But I get these angry fits where I'm just the worst person. I don't hit anybody. No domestic violence. I don't, I'm not even mean. I just don't want to talk to anybody, so I just shut down. People ask me questions I don't really answer that well. Like, I'm just not happy, you know? So I get these angry fits, and when those happen, they just there's wars that started. And then sometimes... Sometimes I start to want I want arguments. Like sometimes when I get angry, I'm like I'm like I'm looking for a fight. Give me a fight. I'm looking for a fucking fight. So that's what happens. I start a bunch of arguments sometimes with with like the people I'm dating for no reason. 
and um, I don't know if you can hear my sister in the background, you might, but yeah, so what I would do to apologize for these type of things, what well, was that, and when I was dating somebody that I didn't really feel like I was attractive enough to be with, I thought they would really only be dating me because like, they wanted free stuff. Not even saying I'm a rich person, but it, it, this is the whole point of simping. I'm gonna explain this to you. This is what simping is. Like, what I would do is give them whatever they wanted, and I would just figure out how to get it. You know, I would just work. I would just. That's the good thing about working my job. When I would work my job uh, at Bellhops as a mover, um, <clears throat> you work down, and I can work in Charlotte, the Raleigh area. You can work in a lot of areas across the United States. So if I really just wanted to, I could just get up and go to D.C pay for a $30 a night hostel and just work up there, you know, if that's what you wanted to do. So I did that. I went up to where my girlfriend was going to school at, at UNC Chapel Char- Hill. And um, <clears throat> I just worked. Anything she would want, I would just feed her, you know. And she would always be like, I feel like I'm gaining weight. <laughs> and she was because of me. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Every girl I have ever dated, no matter who won, there's one, and I talked about her last episode too, just one. Everyone else, they just gain weight. They gain them J-stones. Because I'm a simp, dude. I, one time, so the first girl I dated, let me finish what I'm saying. First girl I dated, Christmas time came around, right? This is how I should have known. This is, this is how, this is like the most clearest sign. Like, I'm glad this happened in college because like, I don't, I'm not saying I'm going to have any success, but if I were to have some success and this were to happen then, this would have been a lot worse. But what happened was it was Christmas time, right? And, um, we were, um, uh, we had, we were going gift shopping and like, this was not gift shopping. This is what, this is what a gift is. A gift textbook definition should be a surprise present that you picked out for somebody that you think they'll like that's what a gift is nowadays a gift is hey you see this i would like one of these six things pick off this list and you got my gift that's not a gift that's you doing that's me doing what you tell me to so that was first of all but she told me that she wanted this michael kors bag and these boots right and this was like this was this was a moment <clears throat> that I appreciate so much now. But the moment I was like, "Dang, bro, my my man, my dad don't got my back." I was like, <clears throat> he was like, "Listen, you should not be buying this shit, all this stuff. It doesn't make any sense. You guys have not been dating for a long time. You guys aren't married. It's, it's there's a lot of sketchy things that you told me to. You should not be buying this, doing doing this stuff for this girl." And then he was like, um. He was like, if you guys break up and you see her with that purse, <laughs> with that bag, it's going to hurt. And I was like, At the, like now, that's gene. That's so smart. That's logical. You know, you should definitely not do that. Any guy who listens to this, like if you're like in high school, middle school area, because I'm only 22, not only, but I'm 22. So let's even say college, you know, you're like a younger, you don't have to buy stuff for girls to impress them. Okay. That's not how that works. You don't have to do that, dude. No, 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 no way. If a girl, if a girl, this this is how it works. Let's say you think this girl's really attractive, right? You want to, you want to. Do some stuff with her. You want to fuck her. Let's just be honest. You want to fuck her. You want to make her your girlfriend, right? You don't have to. You don't have to go buy her stuff, dude. You don't have to do that. Just be yourself, okay? 
If she likes you, for you, you're good. You don't have to simp. You don't have to be bending over your back for this girl because you think she's out of your league. If you shoot your shot and you miss, come come on, cuz. There were games that Kobe went for like, shit, 5 for 32, bro. Next night, you might go for 60. You just got to shoot in a sea full of no's. I, like, I appreciate no's. I appreciate rejection. It's good. It's nice. You get it sometimes. It's good. It's gonna sometimes you're gonna get it all the time. I would say that 99% of my life I've been rejected. But that one percent, <clears throat> those one percent, first time I didn't make the the uh the varsity team as a ninth grader, because I was I was tiny. And I was like, fuck that. Like I didn't want to play till tenth grade year. You're like a punk. I was being a punk. I didn't play my tenth grade year, I mean because I was like, you know, I'm not doing this, like, this ain't fair. I got rejected. I don't need to try again. So I got that L. I was really upset at the time. Next year, I tried out. Got that W. See what I mean? You're going to get a bunch of no's. For all the 28... For all the 300 plus thousand women I've slid into their DMs, I've gotten... Nine yeses. Nine, bro? What is that? What's nine divided by three million? What percentage is that? Nine divided by... That's 30 million. Let's see if you use 30 million. That's point zero 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 three tenth hundredth thousand millionth billion trillion quintillion. Is that right? Is that right? Somewhere in there. It's like it's let's just even use a billion. It's a billionth of a percentage of yeses. But baby, it don't matter because those yeses are sweet. You'll always remember them. Sometimes you got to shoot your shot. That's all really I'm talking about. You don't have to simp. You don't have to break your back for a girl to like you. Now, there's a difference, right? One of my really, like, one of my best friends, <coughs> he did, like, one of the nicest things I've ever seen a guy do for his girlfriend because of the quarantine. He set up a restaurant for him. That's nice. That's not, that's not simping. That's just, that's love. That's different, okay? That's 100% different because... Him and his girlfriend been dating for like four or five years. They've done a lot of stuff for each other. She's a really good girl. She's really nice to him too. Like it's a great relationship. They love each other. That's love. If there's a girl on the other hand that you want to just you just know is pretty and you don't think you're gonna be able to do it, like be able to get her, so you like you like, um, this one girl in my class. I thought she was so cute. This is what I did. Oh, this is what I did. Didn't even I texted her one day. I was like, didn't you say you like? Hot Cheetos, babe. I didn't say babe, but like, let's just use that. Babe, did you say you want hot Cheetos, babe? And she was like, yes. And I was like, I'm just going to bring you some of my heart, babe, just because, you know. <laughs> like, if you could see my face, you could just see just like the, just for what? Like, what? why are you doing that? I don't understand. There's no point. Don't be a simp. We can fight simping in 2020. We can eliminate it, okay? We're going to fight that shit, all right? But, like, that's what, like, it's just the simping thing. And I guess what goes along, along with, like, simping is, like, you're just trying to be something that you're not. And that's never the move. You, can, you can't be anybody but yourself. Everybody's going to say that. Everyone thinks that's so, it's so cliche. It's so stupid. It's just like saying you can't love anyone until you love yourself. It sounds so dumb, but it's just factual. You can't be anybody else but yourself. The longer you spend pretending... Like, trying to understand who you are. Not trying to understand. That's okay. But, like, pretend to be something that you're not. It's just as long as you're going to be preventing yourself from figuring out who you are as a person. 
you know. It's just never a good idea to pretend. I've all like my whole life I feel like I've been a person who wanted to show himself off as like a rich person. You know, I never even like to say that. That's one thing I really don't like to say. You know, it's just because it's embarrassing to think about now to think that <laughs> that that me that somehow in this weird world how biology works, the fucking sperm that got fucking bust uh, came into my mom's vagina. Okay, and like whatever happens, I don't know. Okay, some shooters take an egg and then like the egg fertilizes like some fucking like grass or something and then boom I came out that somehow that gives me a right to pretend like this the stuff that I have is mine. I don't know where that came from, but it was the only thing I felt like I had. Like it was my only self image that I really felt like I could present myself with was money. And it was my parents' money. And it's it's weak. It's a it's a punk thing to do. But I get it. Like I understand why I did it. But, like, it's just embarrassing. So, me doing that all the time, it was just like I couldn't really ever, like, I never had anything. I had to always try and keep up appearances, I guess, you know. And, like, it wasn't me. Like, that wasn't the case. And people would discredit me a lot, too, because of money, you know. And people do that now, too. Like, but it's more like a racial thing. Like, black people feel like if you don't grow up in, like, extreme poverty or, like, if you don't, if your parents, like, help you, if you have parents, I guess, you know, black people just feel like you can't be, you can't talk about struggle, you know, and that's not true, that's not the case, like, that's one thing that I always want to be, you know, make that to be a point, like, everyone has struggles, no, don't, you don't compare, there's no comparison to struggles, that's not what we're doing, that's not the point of anything, like, I don't want to compare, you don't compare anything to anyone else, your struggles are uniquely yours, so you just want to try and fucking figure them out, that's really the whole thing of it, you know, but... That was, um, that's what I would do. I would get discredited a lot. So I would just always be like, I feel like I was always getting ridiculed for something that I wasn't because that's not me. You know, like I have issues, a lot of mental stuff. I get not meant not in high school. I feel like I was better in high school. I was kind of sad some days, but that's just because I couldn't get no chicks to fuck me. Like if I could have been just having sex back then, I probably wouldn't have passed college. I mean, high school, but probably would have been a lot happier, but yeah, back then I was just, I wasn't as upset, but it was like, I'm not a bad person. I was trying my best always to be a good person, but I think it was more for, you know, keeping up appearances. And it's like, it's weird. That's a weird thing to do because like, I guess I, that might just be a character flaw because I do that now still. Not with that, but like with my weight. Like, been eating a lot with this quarantine, getting some J Stones myself, 14 pounds, you know? And I definitely can feel a gut coming in by sucking my stomach all the time because I've been so used to, like, there was a point that I used to, like, just always be so aggravated and anxious that I would just wake up. I'd be up all night. I'd be playing games. i sleep all day. Get up at, like, 8 or 9, go run, like, 14, 13, 13 miles, um, go home, play, like, FIFA career mode for, like, an hour, then go work out again. Like, insanity. I was training, like, a fucking, like, Mike Tyson or something. Hey, never. Tyson, hey, bro, my bad. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean like Mike Tyson. That's not what I meant. That's an insult because he is the greatest, and I'm some fucking bum-ass nigga living down here in the middle of nowhere. No, that's not my point. That's what I meant to say. It was like I was just training. I was just working out a lot. So I'm so used to, like, being walk around my shirt off and have, like, a, just have a little bit of a tight bond, you know what I'm saying? But now it's, like, going away. So, I always suck in my stomach, and that's one thing, like, 
I wonder if anyone who's listening to this, how you guys feel about this, your weight, when doesn't it matter? Because for me, even at nighttime, I feel myself sucking in my stomach still. I'm like, like I'll rub my, my hands over my stomach and I'm like, no, man, come on, let's get this. Uh, just trying to squeeze it in. I always squeeze it in at all points of the day. Pretty sure that's messing up my, um, my, what's it called? Acid reflux. I'm pretty sure they say you need to learn a lesson, tighten, not lesson, lessen your stomach, loosen your stomach. <sighs> but even taking deep breaths, I'm like, <sighs> you know, it's your weight. I'm just a vain person. I really don't know what it is that I feel like <clears throat> you want to impress people. And that's something that, you know, definitely working on a lot. Um. But still, something that you really just, I feel like, just the need to, for some reason, impress people to an extent, you know, that I always, I feel like I need to break my back. And, like, that's one thing that you do, too, in relationships. Like, breaking your back in relationships. I, I do that in the beginning, right? Like, because of my personality, I'm just always, you know, want that affection. So, one thing I did in my last relationship with this chick was, like, she FaceTimed me quick, quickly, like, within, like, a day or two to me i think that's fast like if no no i didn't want to facetime that fast like if anything a month and we could maybe facetime like what could we i don't want i don't know you enough to talk on the phone but she facetimed me and we facetimed for why it was like 45 minutes for a first interaction that's a long time that should have been a precursor to what was going on next and you know what hey wait a minute too dude because she sent me something yesterday that pissed me off let me see if i can find this what victor cruz said victor cruz facetime girlfriend let me see here we go it says victor cruz FaceTimes, he FaceTimes his girlfriend 20 hours a day. Victor Cruz, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, bro. I don't got no issues with you. I'm cool with you, bro. So I don't know why you insist on putting people like me down. What you doing, man? What you doing? You were in the NFL, stud receiver, stud, bro. Stallion. We know, we remember you. You were a beast on the Giants. A beast, dude. You probably were fucking all the girls back, all of them, every single one of them back then. You were on top of the world. You got all that cash still. You still probably can make a bank being an analyst. You got all this stuff in the world. So tell me why you got to be setting these high-ass criterias for us railing niggas. Listen, bro. I don't want to FaceTime my girlfriend for 20 hours a day, let alone have the time, okay? 20 hours. You... Hey, you set us up, bro. That was messed up. That was messed up, man. I thought we were cool. I thought we were cool, you know. I'm telling you, cannot FaceTime people for that long. Like, that's like, that's like, it's like, girl, like, she wanted me to just, she just wanted me to lock down, you know. I'm not saying, like, you shouldn't be locked down in a relationship, but that's really what it started, I guess, started to become. And I realized that. It may have just been my fault more so that I just wasn't really ready for a relationship. And that might be the case right now still. I don't know if I'm just a person ready for a relationship right now. I feel like there's a lot of stuff I had to start working on. You know, not start, but, you know, work on still and start working on as a person to like be ready to like be in a relationship. Because guess what? What did I say earlier? You gotta love yourself before 
That's right. You love anyone else. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> but like, like, I gotta stop saying fucking like. I never understood what that was. Like, it's like a placeholder. I said like again. It's a placeholder. For what? Why am I pl- what am I placeholding words for? Just say the word. I guess that's lack of intelligence when you don't speak a lot or try to articulate your point because I don't really express my point a lot. So when you're not trying to express your point, you don't know the words that you want to say as fast as you can because you don't, you're trying to preface it. Don't preface what you're saying, I guess. Just say it. Just be you. Well, you know, <laughs> to an extent. But for instance, there's been times where I told girls I just didn't want to have kids with them. That's just being blatant. That's just me being honest because I don't want to have kids. I don't. I still don't. I don't. Not a kid guy. I think that right now, though, like this was something I was going to talk about too. This is a good thing I brought this up. This is perfect because right now I say I don't want to have kids. I'm 22 years old, right? <clears throat> I'm stupid. I'm a dummy still. I'm kind of to the point where I'm not dumb actually anymore. I think I'm more like base level coming into an average right now i'm at like a d plus about to come into like a c like tiptoe like what's a d plus a 79.9 that's me bro but my teacher say no 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 no. is that right no a d's a no no a 69.9 not a f what's a d see Either this means I'm really smart, or I really just don't pay attention to the scale, but... Let's just say, I'm pretty sure these are 75. A D-plus would probably be a 74 to a 75 range, right? Somewhere in there. So let's say you're like a 74 point... No, you're a 75.9, boy. A 76 is that C minus... Boy, you know how close that is, dude? You just want to... It's right there. That's right there. C minus is right there. I'm like right in like that little. I'm not necessarily. I wouldn't consider myself a fucking non idiot, but I'm almost at the point where I'm just like, um, uh, tiptoeing behind the average American citizen. You know, I'm right there. So it's like I just. What was I talking about? Was it having kids? Well, yeah. I'm just going to go back to my point. Having kids. It's just having kids just doesn't seem like my the move. I just, oh, this is what I was talking about. This is what it was. So, like, I have a time where I know I'm stupid right now. And that there's going to be an age where something, I feel like, clicks. If you work. Like, if you try. If you are honestly, consciously born into a position like mine where I have the parents. And, like, I have a dad. Who's really supportive <clears throat> and like a good father. So when these situations come up, he or not situations, he's he's put me on a good road to be able to progress in life, I guess. So mentally, eventually I have to become intelligent. I feel like it's just a matter of time. You know, I'm just developing into like an intelligent person. Like an emotional intelligence I feel like is a big deal. So like I feel like right now, of course I don't want to have kids, but I feel like when I'm older, I will. But I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Because that's my question. What age do you stop being dumb? Like, when when did you stop being... Like, I know it's different for everybody. Sometimes I went to a college party and there were girls there. 
So, and it was like three, and I think the guys were like seven or eight. So I guess everyone had to try and impress the girls. And No, there were four girls. Five. It was like five to eight. It was fair, but people still wanted to impress the girls. So when I was around, uh, they lost a game of, of um, beer pong, and they decided the loser has to taste the other one or some shit like that. That's trying to, that's just stupidity trying to do girls. Like, when does that go away? When do you stop feeling the need to try and, like, impress anyone else like that? Like, when, when does that stop? That's what I'm waiting for. Because, like, right now, I even have to, like, this one girl that I broke up with. Nah, I broke up with. We broke up. She broke up with me 100%. Broke my heart into pieces. Like, maybe in October. No, it'll be like a year. It's been like a year or so ago. Right now, my brain's like, I'll never get over this chick. She's the best ever. But that's not the case. Because I know that's just me being stupid. There's no way that's going to last. There's no way. So what age do I just start to be like, I'm not, I don't need this, this, this stupidity. Like, when am I going to be intelligent? I guess is my point. But I guess being intelligent doesn't just develop. <laughs> I'm making it seem like it just sprouts up eventually. Just like, just sprouts up like in a TV show, you know? <laughs> like one day, one day, Eddie Winslow is just this immature guy, immature guy, and then he doesn't make the basketball team, and then when he doesn't make the basketball team, he's just upset, running, and angry, and then there's a scene, this intimate scene, when his dad's holding him, and he's crying in the street, and he's like, Dad, I can't believe I didn't make the team. And he's like, Son, it's all right. It just wasn't for you. Work on something else. And at the end of the show, it just shows him leaving. I'm like, where are you going? And he's like, I'm going to try baseball. Because you said it, Dad. It wasn't for me. And I should try new stuff. And everybody in the crowd's like, oh, clap, 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 clap. Yay. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's just not how it works at all. That's not how it works whatsoever. But I think it's so crazy. That's it. That's crazy. Like That's the framework for television shows. I never understood that. I guess that's what people want. You crave that that quickness. You know, like a mistake that happens. Eddie, I've watched a lot of Family Matters lately. And, um, Eddie Winslow is just a person in my head right now because that's the first person I think of from that show, him and Steve Urkel. Um, because just because they just don't look like kids, that's the thing that throws me off. They just come to my head about that show because it's just not kids. Like they're old men, and they try and convince me Eddie's in high school. Eddie looks like he yams people in the NBA. He's like six three. He's huge, a massive. Guy. Anyways, it's just that's how shows used to be back then. It's crazy to me. Like shows and shows now. That's what we like. <clears throat> it just was this. Well, not now, but back then it was really about like. Peace and harmony, where a, it would start off funny, you giggle, and then obstacles would come in, but would still be funny with like funny stuff sprinkling in. At the end, they fix the obstacles and everyone's happy. Or there's another funny end. Most of the time, it's a funny ending thing. Like that's how TV shows were, but now it's a lot different. Like TV, I feel like the most popular TV shows right now are gonna be crime shows, cause that's all what old people watch. It's just murder porn. That's what my parents watch. CSI, CSI Miami, NCIS, um, fucking 
what's the other one called? Uh, the real life one, Dateline. That's it. That's all. That's all people like to watch now. I guess it's like an older person thing. But I guess people our age too, women and older people, the only people I know who really like those shows. So I guess that should be some precursors, low key. We should be a little bit scared. <laughs> Just a tiny bit. <laughs> because fucking. That's not the move, dude. Like, those shows give you some pretty detailed information. <laughs> like, and there's nothing. This is, this is, this should be a sign of somebody you don't want to be friends with. Whenever you're watching a show, like you hear one of those shows, or like you're with your parents, or that show's on in the background, and like people are around, and someone says, oh, that's crazy. Why would he do that with the body? What? Why are you, who, hey, dude, no, 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 go, no, 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 go the way, dude, I don't want you over here, what kind of, sh who, why is he thinking like that, who's first, if you, if you're watching a murder show and your first thought isn't shit, damn, you know, what, what happened to him, why'd that happen, you're sad, like, why didn't you first start the sadness, your first thought shouldn't be, um, can I hurt this, how, what did he do wrong? This is what I should do. This is what I could do, right? Like, not people you want to be around. That's not just the people you want to be around. You know? And, I mean, that's not, it just doesn't come to my mind. I know everything about, like, what I would do if I kill somebody. That's what just, I just never understood what the attraction is to those type of things. But, I mean, everyone's weird. Everyone has their things. You know? One of my weird things I do is that, um, I argue a lot with myself in the car, but not with myself. I imagine having arguments with people. I'm like, I'm like, oh, you're gonna say this? Ha! Got you there. <laughs> oh, you said this? <laughs> Jabbed your back, bitch. I always get in those imaginary arguments in my head in the car, and it's so weird. And I speak, but the, I guess the good part is like people might think I'm like talking to somebody in the car but I'm like just physically showing my hands I'm like yeah dude fuck that guy like let me think I think one argument I have a lot is this is so stupid so stupid but because I'm such a I'm a soccer fan a football fan eh? um <laughs> I always have like arg arguments that this is just like, the most specific situation that we're, we're playing soccer and we're in a wall and I say, don't jump, because he's going to hit over the wall. <laughs> and the captain tells us to jump, and we all jump. The ball goes under the wall and score. And I'm just like, what do you mean? I told you not to jump, you fucking idiot. And he's like, listen here, you fucking just got us. Somebody should have been laying down behind. I was like, that's your fault for not telling Like, it's just the weirdest conversations I have. I'm just arguing with myself. And I feel like that is common, though. But I feel like... Like, I feel like people do that in the shower. Like, you argue with somebody in the shower. Or maybe I'm just full of so much just, like, resentment. I just need to get out. Maybe it's just sexual frustration, dude. I haven't had sex in a hot minute. Like, like a, like a two, two months into quarantine. All right, cool, bro. Everyone's like, dude, I haven't checked in, like, 14 years. And I feel for you. I'm with you. Like, I'm 100% with you. It has to be awful for you, too. So it's awful for all of us right now. It's hard to focus. And you're just frustrated most of the time. That's maybe what it is, you know? Maybe I just got, like, a bunch of frustration. You just got to fucking bust it out, dude. Jack off into some socks. 
that's been one thing I've been doing a lot of. Just jacking off in the socks. Because it's lonely times, you know? Like, what else am I supposed to do? Well, I mean, I guess you could jack off in other places, but it's a very easy cleanup process. And, like, the inside of a sock has a very nice feeling. Just to let you guys know. You know, just in case you want to use that. I saw that on the TV show. That's the only reason why I really started to use it. You know, like, because... It seemed like a good idea, but he used lotion, too, in that show. And I was like, well, this definitely is just for a TV show. Like, it didn't show him doing it. But I was like, there's no way, because that wouldn't even make sense. Unless you know the video you want to watch. I don't. I'm very, like, I think because I watch so much porn, I have over the past. I'm very picky about, like, the porn I like. Low quality, no thanks. I'm a situational type of guy, too. I like situations, dude. Like, legit situations, which I know are fake. Like, stuff like, 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 college professor and student. And, like, I'm the kid, and I'm like, hey, teach, I need an A. And she's like, oh, well, you didn't do well enough, so all you do is get a C. And I was like, hey, did your change name change from Mrs. to, wait, m- is it Miss to Mrs.? Miss, Mrs. Whichever one. I think it's Miss. It's Miss. Change, name change from Mrs. to Miss? Well, I bet you I know where I can get that A. Boom. Fucking. That's what I like. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about the spontaneity. 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 What the fuck? Spontaneity. Of like those things, but I just like them. Just something about the surprise. You're like, oh, okay. Alright, she just wants to... Alright, she's just gonna do this here? Alright. It's... I don't know what it is. It's just some... I guess... I'm just a fucking weirdo. She just started watching so much fucking porn. But it's okay. Because... Eventually... You know... I'll get a lady. Or you know I won't. And I'll get a sex doll. I'm cool with sex dolls. Actually, I don't care what anyone says. Sex dolls seem like the move. 100%, dude. Um... Those things look very realistic. So... 100% realistic. Like, if you're just in, like, a little period where you're just on, like, a little downtime, can't really get anything, just go ahead and bust you some nuts in a sex dog. It could be the move. It's going to be the move. They're expensive, but it might be a cop. Is it going to be a game PC or a sex doll? That will be a serious debate I have in my head. I'm telling you. 100%. You know? But it's almost that time for core questions. I think... I'm just gonna. All right, I got two more things I had. Like I have like a little thing that I want to talk about stuff. Uh, I feel like you could tell the transitions too, but I try to make them pretty smooth. Don't even lie. Sometimes I bring in like a nice creative thing out of left field. I bet y'all didn't even know nothing about what I say about having kids or Facetime. It's something about being weird, and I was like, let me tell you something weird about me. Um, I can imagine their arguments. Boom. That's transition, bro. Like those fucking transition words. Who remembers those from elementary school? Therefore, firstly, secondly, thirdly, lastly, Blech. shit. <laughs> I used to hate English so much when I was in high school. It was the worst. Because... I knew how to write. I'm not a bad writer. I don't care what anyone says. Because I have controversial points. I would have been an okay journalist. Well, I feel like 
maybe now more so because I used to listen to a lot of Kyle and Cowherd, and he said something like that was when did he say this? It was a while ago, but he said you should have very prof not profound but different opinions from other people because that's what makes headlines and that's true, but that's also clickbaiting. So, <clears throat> but. I do have very different opinions from people, but it's not because I want to be different. It's because some stuff that people say doesn't make sense to me. I feel like people lie. Like, I feel like some things that that people just accept, I just feel like they're lying to think that it's okay. Like, I'm like, there's no way you truly think that what you're saying is okay, right? So, <clears throat> when I write in English, if I were a person who really paid attention to detail more, like, I don't, I don't concentrate well, like, again... Many people have these issues, but my concentration is just horrible sometimes. So I'll put like a lot of work. Like it takes a lot out of me just to focus for like an hour to sit down. It's not the fact of me doing the. I can do the work. The work is not hard. There's no work that you can put in front of me that if I could just stay and stand still, I could do. But I can't. I have to move. Even right now, I've been moving a lot. I don't know if you guys can feel me, but I've been getting up and shaking back and forth, rocking. Just a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Just a weirdo. Um. Oh, here's something I wrote down. I wrote down being a person who tries to be a special, be on a specialized TV show. What the fuck does that even mean? What was I talking about? <sighs> oh, I know what I was talking about. Those fucking so those shows like. Teen mom. <laughs> it's not funny. Because it's an issue. I'm not laughing at them. <laughs> it's not the fact that like being teen mom is a thing. I know it's their fault for getting nuts busting them. And it's that kid's fault. Whoever that is who did that. Listen, dude. Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, that one's pretty, you know, self-explanatory. Just don't do that. But imagine being a person who tries out for a show like that and just doesn't get it. Like, <clears throat> that's awful. That that stream of income that you probably get from that and you get services. Like, it'd be nice little cash to get. And now you're just a teen mom with a kid. Like, think about it. Teen mom, not on the TV show. It's just a teen mom. <laughs> TV show is what makes it cool. Without a TV show, you're just a, a a person who's either anywhere from 13 to 19 who has a kid. Your life sucks, probably. If you're 15 years old and you have a kid, by the time she or he's 15, you're 30. What? That means in the next three years... You can now start your life at 33, and your kid will just be now starting his life, you know, at 18. That's crazy. Like, that would be awful. So the only thing that's interesting about that show is the fact that maybe the financial burden will be taken off of it. I don't even know how much they get paid on Team Mom. Let's see. I don't think it's a... Do they get paid? Do people on Team Mom get paid? Gotta love Google. You can just type in nonsense and just figures it out. Team Mom salaries. Find out how much they really make. Adam Ling claimed in March 2016 that she made $250,000 for season six. So you see what I mean? <laughs> you would have made bank. I don't know if that's true, though. This just seems like an absurd amount of money. $250,000 for what? For being pregnant and having a kid? This supposed to be reality TV. 
yeah. So I was, I just paused that. That was a pause because my mom came in the room. Um, this is her second, yes, two, plural, second closet she has. Um, it's a room that has a closet in it. So three, her third closet that she has, all three of her closets. I'm not using this to record. Anyways, I was talking about the teen mom salary. This is Janelle gets paid $75,000 a year and her mom gets paid $65,000. She calls her other paid babysitter. She also gets a lot of because of it. Wow. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, $75,000 a year isn't like rich, but you're getting paid just to be on TV. Just to show your fuck-ups on TV. That's a good gig. That's a good gig. You know? That's not the worst gig in the world. Um, well, and this other thing, too, about TV shows that I was talking about, uh, thinking about when I wrote this down was why they made TV show people so smart. I'll be... I just don't get it. Like, do you remember some of the inventions? Like, look at the show Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius. What? What? He was... Like, think about geniuses. Like, like a genius our age. You know what a genius does when when they're like ten? They might solve a calculus problem or something at ten years old. I was like, whoa, that guy's a genius. He knows logarithms. That's what people are doing our age. Not creating creating atom bombs like Steve Urkel or Jimmy Neutron was flying in space. Jimmy Neutron won a dog, built a dog, a robot dog. Like, what the? smart don't make them so smart that's not realistic i don't understand who got those ideas but i guess it's because they're cartoons but no 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 steve urkel's not a cartoon that was real that was supposed to be a real life simulation at least and you made him he he made this thing where he becomes this is what he made the best machine in the world he made the ultimate machine he became from from steve to stevon i could go from justin to hosting you know what I'm saying? Just start fucking laying a pipe. But I'm telling you, he made the best thing ever, dude. He made the best inventions ever. That's crazy. They make him too smart. Kids should be like science fair projects. You know what his science fair project was? A robot he made. You know what? The the science fair project that won when I was in high school? Somebody fucking probably doing some, I don't know, showing mold on bread? Uh, what the? Like, that's just too smart. But, all right. <laughs> It is time for those Quora questions. Um, so, I had these already pulled up this time, so I don't have to go look. I mean, just get straight into them. Here's one. This one is called, this one is by Nahala Ambaklar. I, I'm sorry, man. I really didn't mean to butcher your name, but you're a fantastic woman who has an MA in literature and social studies. So, shout out to her. But <clears throat> the question was, what's the most brutal forms of capital punishment in the ancient world? Ooh, when I saw this, I was like, this has to be interesting. All right. <sighs> the first one has a graph. This is a very graphic image. It's called the Bloody Eagle. This was... All right. This alleged method of execution believed to have been performed by the Vikings, including initially tying the victim's hands and legs to prevent any movement. The torture would then stab the victim up... Toward their rib cage, every single rib would be rib would be carefully severed from the spine with an axe or some other sharp tool. It is believed that victims will often remain alive throughout the process, part of this procedure. This left the internal organs on display and salt with some oh 
assault. That is evil. That's true evil. That is shit. Them niggas were I'm, savages back then. So I would be sometimes rubbing to the wounds to increase the pain. Savages, dude. You want to tell me that people can sneak this? People on Twitter and they used to handle things like this back in the day just for believing something different. Whew, people should be lucky. People should be lucky we have evolved as people. Because if we hadn't, a lot of you fucks would be just screwed, dude. Finally, the lung would be pulled out of the body to make make it appear as if the victim literally had a pair of wings. That is just awful. Scaphism? Scaphism, a.k.a. the boats, was an alleged ancient Persian method of execution where one died by literally being eaten alive. Ugh. The victim would be placed between two wooden canoes who hollowed out tree trunks with their legs and head protruding outward. The executions would then force the victim to consume milk and honey mixture until they developed diarrhea. Surrounded by the victim's own feces environment, even more of the milk and honey mixture would be I cannot read, would be applied to the sensitive areas of the body. This would attract insects who would feed on the body and lay eggs in various exposed orifices. Oh! With rations of the milk and honey mixture along with water, the victim would unlikely was unlikely to die of hunger or thirst. Death would be agonizingly slow and usually came from septic shock or gangrene. Oh! An account by the Greek historian Pluitarch? <laughs> claimed that it took victims about 17 days to finally die. That is so... Oh! Oh my god! They kept him alive? That's so cruel! The Judas Cradle? Although more widely used in medieval Europe, the purpose of the Judas Cradle was to obtain various kinds of confessions by forcing the new victim onto a chair with a pyramid-shaped seat. This victim's seat would often be tied together in such a way that moving one leg would increase pain by forcing the other leg to move along with it. Ugh. Ugh. The torture was able to raise and lower the victim with a rope and pulley system, which drove the penetrating part deeper into the victim. Oh, that's so messed up. The device was rarely or not at all washed, also increasing chances by death by infection. In some cases, the victim would be rocked or made, by, made to repeatedly fall in the pyramid shape seek to obtain vital information shit if you do that then I'm telling you whatever you want once you show me that bro I crack in a second no 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 way no unless it's like someone I really care about then just gonna kill me but I'm just kidding I'd probably spill any type of information there's no way this is uh, the, the lead sprinkler this device was also typically used in the middle ages was filled with molten lead, tar, boiling oil, and other scalding substances. Torturers poured metals into one end to allow for the extremely hot substance to drip over the stomach and other body parts of the victim. Execution was sometimes occurred by pouring molten silver into the eyes. Ooh, that sucks. Ooh, that sucks. Resulting in great pain and potential... Okay, that's terrible. That's awful. That's terrible, dude. Well, the more you know. That's what these core questions are really for. The more you know. All right, I thought this one was pretty cool, too, because I'm a person who actually cares about high school in my head for some reason. So this one's an interesting question. This question is, what was the downfall of popular kid in your high school? This is by Amy Hernando. She went to 12 different schools from K-12. 
Jesus, K through 12? What the hell was she doing? Selling crack? You just had to keep moving? It's crazy. Um, one of the most popular kids in my high school was named Greg. He was tall and handsome with dark hair and big brown eyes. She want the fuck this guy. He actually looked like a little Michael Scoffling who played Jake Ryan in 16 Can. Oh, this guy. Okay, yeah, that guy was probably fucking hoes back then. Greg was a phenom on the football field. America football. When I met him, the only sophomore on the varsity team. Being from a small town, the football players were pretty revered and some of them were absolute egotistical jerks. But not Greg. He was one of the nicest kids you can meet. I was an outsider who would, who hung with the metalheads, punks, goths, hippies, and freaks. Definitely not the jocks. Greg and I weren't friends either, but we had one class together. He never failed to smile and say hello in the hallway, even though most of the popular kids would never have the have cheated. I don't think this is right. So acknowledge, even have the dignity, would never have. Is that, is that a word? Am I just stupid? Let me look this word up right quick. Let me see. Dane. Dane to acknowledge a kid like me unless it was to pick on me. All right. Well, it's a new word we figured out. Dane means something that one considers to be beneath one's dignity so basically someone you think under you danged there you go that's a good insult to throw someone at someone ladies i feel like that's a girl insult um <clears throat> to even acknowledge the kid. okay well, so what happened to greg his senior year he was a star running back almost a shoe in atlanta athletic scholarship until he injured his knee badly enough that his football career was over oh that sucks Everyone forgot about him overnight. He went from hero to nobody. He lost his athletic ability through no fault of his own. Yet selling he was cast outside. As if not being able to play the game he loved so much anymore wasn't enough. I graduated a year before him and spent most of my senior year at alternative high school away. So I got this info from my best who was in his grade. I still wonder how things turned out for him. Teenagers can be really cruel. That's facts. And the revere, the re, the reverence. For high school student sports in the United States, especially football, it's definitely over the top. <sighs> it's true though. Athletes, athletes are a big deal. Like down here, like in the South too. Football players are huge. I feel like down in like, like in Texas area, but down here because like the girls up here want to just fuck black guys. Like basketball players are big deals. So, it's a good. I mean, it's true, but um. Here's a question that says, what happens to failed startups? By Joshua Hayes. Lemonade stand at eight. The rest is history. <laughs> uh, I've been struggling with this almost my entire life, particularly this last year as we dissolved Bidzuku. To be an entrepreneur takes an infinite amount of courage and we are built to be defiant. We're the ones to go left when everyone goes right. Say yes when everyone says no. And ignore statistics even though most people live their lives by. That's very true. Uh, while these very characteristics are what it takes to eventually be successful, they are also the same characteristics that make it difficult to know when it's time to quit, which in turn makes it insanely hard to pick ourselves back up again, though most of us eventually do. Very true. Oh, I don't know why I'm acting like one of these people, but... I understand what he's saying. I don't care what anyone says. When you fail, it's the equivalent of being kicked in the chest. That is true. In my case, I built a team of amazing people who busted their butts and sacrificed every free minute they had to build what we all believed in. I assembled these guys and painted the picture. I made the decisions, and it was up to me to see it through. 
When failing, you fail your people. That's what I feel like would hurt me the most. That would bug me. When I fail to fail my wife, oh, my family, oh, and my friends, who put their time, energy, and money to my vision. When I failed, I failed my advisors and mentors who shared their very valuable time. When I failed, I failed my team, but more importantly, I failed myself. The hardest part about, the hardest part to failing for me were the weeks leading up to where you feel it and you know it's coming. But the very nature it takes to be an entrepreneur trying, tries time. Entrepreneurs tries time and time again to convince yourself that there's got to be a way to make it work. You just try harder. When I finally made the call to shut down, I hated it and hated myself. I wanted to shut I wanted to shut myself in a dark room and be left alone. It was hard to look my wife in the eyes, and I couldn't stand to tell another friend or family member why I failed. I had to tell my team that the two years we put into a project unfortunately didn't work out, but that tomorrow's another day. <clears throat> Staying tall and being strong and the eye of people around me was the hardest part and felt crippling. God, this guy's a really good writer. The two weeks after shutdown was a zombie. I got lost in video games. True, that's why I do know eight junk. Let chores go undone. Nearly lost my job in the process. The job that paid my bills and supported my family. Took two weeks, two solid weeks that felt like forever before I pulled myself up. Made a decision to make the first step towards something, anything. Surrounded by disappointment and the monstrous amount of debt. I made the choice to push forward. First few days I had no ideas what I was going to do. I played around with a few ideas, talked to a few people, and started to formulate a new plan. Disappointed in my life, 27 years old, married, and broke. I had to think of my more than myself. If you're 19, no bills, no responsibility, this one apply. I took a hard look at my situation and formulated a plan of action with the help of my ever-supportive wife and family. It was hard because I, day in and day out, have a burning desire to start something, but I decided to take a step back. I decided to prove myself at my trade, marketing, and find a startup with a great leader to plug it, plug in at. I'm a marketing major too, so guess it's just gonna hit me in my chest, huh? This is what life can be. I decided I couldn't kick, I could kick my butt and work closely with founders who were rocking to take advantage of the opportunity to learn. Often entrepreneurs learn from their own failures, and that's great. I learned more doing my last startup than I ever expected to. But this time, I wanted to learn from people doing it and doing it right. Financially, it would take me a minimum of five years to recover. Oh, that's a long time. Uh, since I found fun of the entire thing, I decided to use that time to make a difference somewhere. Maybe in a few years, however long it takes, I'll do something else. Who knows? Maybe I'll be stumbling into something sooner. Um... My point is this, there, there isn't a book to help someone with what it's like to deal with failure, especially for entrepreneurs. You make, you have to make decisions. Mine was to push forward. It isn't easy. It isn't the hardest thing I've ever had to deal with. It will never be easy unless, of course, you're spending someone else's money and don't care about the people depending on you. And sadly, there's a lot of people that like that are like that out there. I look back now and couldn't be more thankful for the experience. I learned a lot. I met a lot of amazing people, and I pushed through something that has made me wiser. Make a choice to push through, and you'll be okay. Just don't expect it to be quick and easy. If it, if it is, you aren't doing it right. See, that's a good point. He makes a very good point. <clears throat> I think that's a good point, too. You know, I've always had that kind of, like, opinion about entrepreneurs. I think, I think it's weird to go to, to college for entrepreneurship just saying you want to own a business. You know? Like... Why don't you want to own something specific? 
I feel like the idea of wanting to be your own boss is it makes sense. Like I get that hundred percent. But why wouldn't you go in saying, "Well, I want to be my have my be my own boss or something specific." But I guess that's kind of I guess that's hypocritical of me to say because it took me a while to realize I wanted to be a comedian. You know, and I'm not even a comedian, so. I guess that's what entrepreneurs do too. They go into college with the idea of like, well, I know I want to own a job. I own a business. I just don't know what. Who knows? Maybe that is. Maybe it isn't. A little gold nugget. But I do know what it is. It is the end of the episode. This one went on for a long time. <clears throat> like a really long time. Ah, not that long. An hour and four minutes. So, um, yeah, that was fun. Um, I'm going to try and upload these twice a day. I mean, twice a week. Uh, I think that's a good schedule just to try and get some, you know, some publicity. Uh, not publicity. What the hell am I talking about? Just getting the rhythm of doing them. You know, it's cool. Just like I had to be in the rhythm of writing every day. So these are cool to have. But um, if you listen to this, I appreciate you listening. And uh, I'll see you next time for episode three. I don't know what it's going to be called, but I'll see you guys later. And one more thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Peace.